Well, welcome to another edition of the Destination Polaris podcast. I'm your host, Jared Christie. Today's podcast is brought to you by Rugged Radios, in-car communication, car-to-car communication, Bluetooth, music, whatever your communications might be, Rugged is always there to help you out finding the right product for your machine. Rugged Radios, the authority in communication. Well, my guest today is someone who I met recently but spent a whole lot of time with last week on a Project X build. Please welcome to the show Travis Staley of Fueled UTV. Travis, how are you? Good, Jared. Thank you. How are you? Good. I feel like it's been so long since we got a chance to talk. Long time no see, for sure, right? (laughs) (laughs) So we were just with Fueled last week doing our very first Project X shoot of the season. And Trav, I want to talk a lot about that. But first, I want to spend some time talking to you about Fuel TV because up until a few years ago, when I met you guys on a ride, I'd never heard of Fuel TV. And so, um, and now here we are just a short time later doing builds and hanging out and stuff like that. But for the people who don't know who you guys are, um, who is Fuel TV? What are you guys all about? Yeah, so um, we started back in 2015, um, and we uh, the the three of us. I've got two business partners, and uh, the three of us. I mean, we were just you know we were off road enthusiasts, you know, enjoying enjoying everything off road. And um, back in 2015, we we all decided to get side by sides uh, for the first time. And man, I'll tell you, it didn't take long for us to just totally fall in love with with side-by-sides and everything about side-by-sides. And so um, we also all have uh, fairly strong business backgrounds. And so we thought to ourselves, man, you know, we're, we're absolutely loving this. It was new to us where we've been born and raised off-road enthusiasts, you know, but the side-by-side thing was uh, was new to us. And and so we were, uh, we you know, we were addicted to it and we couldn't get enough of it. And uh, And so we thought, you know what? let's, uh, let's see if we can't, uh, start something, you know, start a business around this, you know what I mean? And it's something we had been wanting to do. And, um, so we kind of did it as a, as a side thing for, for a short period of time. And, uh, it quickly turned into a, into a full-time job for us. So we, we, we all felt like we had two full-time jobs and quickly had to, had to make a decision. And, uh, so we, uh, we stepped out of our, our day jobs and, and made a go at it. And, and uh man it has it's it's been fast growing this industry has just exploded and uh you know we're we're enthusiasts and so um the the success you know we're we're at work every day but we don't necessarily feel like we're working you know what i mean and so the success has just really come natural and uh we're just we're just having a blast doing it now Um, go ahead because Fueled is is a, an online retailer for just about all off-road uh, side-by-side products, right? That's right. So the majority of our business is definitely done on our website, fueledutv.com. Um, and that and that was that that was definitely our our focus right out of the gate. Um, we spent a lot of time um, building out that website, and uh, takes a lot to get people to uh, to find you. You know what I mean? And so a lot of time was spent there, and um, the last, uh, shoot 2019, we opened up our first brick and mortar store right here in Yakima, Washington, uh, little 2,500 square foot store. 
Uh, actually, I should say the store was actually closer to like 500 square feet. The total building, uh, warehouse included, was was 2,500 square feet, and and uh, we were fortunate enough to to be in an area that we were able to grow and and expand there and take on more space and. And then uh, we eventually uh, we eventually ran out of, of of space to take on. We were we were sitting at about 5,500 square feet there, and and so uh, we had an opportunity to uh, to build a new building. And uh, so we did that last year. We moved in August of last year, and so now we're now we're sitting in a 20,000 square foot building, and and uh, already thinking about what's what's next. Um, we have a lot of land around us, so uh, that we can expand. Um, and so we're excited about that and it, it, it's just, it's exploded, you know, um, with, uh, of course, with, with COVID, you know, this, uh, this industry, um, really took off people, people wanting to get out, uh, rec the recreational industry just, just, you know, went, went crazy, right. People wanting to get outside and, and so that's, uh, you know, that definitely uh, fueled some of it for us, but we're just, you know, we're continuously looking for new products to add to our website. Um, we're, you know, our goal uh, is really to be a one-stop shop for all things UTV. And so, um, and, and we've, we feel like we've, we've done a pretty darn good job at that. Um, and we're, we're constantly looking for new partners in our industry. There's, you know, it's this industry still, I still feel like this industry is very young and it's, it's still very much evolving. And so there's just, there's constantly new, new products coming out and, you know, of course, new, new machines being released. Um, and so it's, uh, it, it, it's been, it's been crazy. And in our business model, is uh is really based on customer service and as we've built out our team as we've grown over the over the past few years uh we've been really fortunate to be able to bring on um uh other other members uh, that are also enthusiasts of the sport and so um we feel like that really sets us apart and we also we also stock a lot of product we have a warehouse absolutely packed full of the top the top products from the from the uh, best brands in the industry so we were able to we're able to get product uh, in people's hands quickly yeah i was going to ask you uh obviously you can't go uh, give me the entire laundry list of what you guys carry but in walking through your your warehouse it, it was extensive i there was a lot of uh, company names that I recognized and, and products that I was extremely familiar with. And, and, uh, you guys were telling me that you like, if, if we, if we don't have it, let us know, we'll get it for you. That's right. A hundred percent. And, and quite frankly, even if it's not on our website, um, there's a good chance that we can get it for you. Um, and you know, we really, I, I think I was telling you this when you were here, Jared, we really encourage people to call us. Um, oftentimes you'll get on websites that, um, make it nearly impossible to find the phone number. Um, and that's just kind of, you know, I think that's just the nature of where things are going these days. And, uh, you get on our website, our phone numbers, uh, at the very top. Um, and, and for a reason, uh, we're, we're extremely proud of the team that we have here and the knowledge that we have. And really, I mean, a, another big driving factor for us starting this business was just um, sharing our knowledge, um, being able to share our knowledge. And, you know, uh, one thing that we've found, uh, with UTVs versus like custom Jeeps and buggies and, you know, all these things that relate, um, uh, it's it, the barrier to entry is, is, um, 
there's it's less significant in, in in that you know you don't you don't have to be a total gearhead in order to 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 go you know buy one of these things and and keep up with your buddies on the trail you know i mean quite frankly they're they're plenty capable right off the showroom floor um to do you know to do most of the things that that uh that the machines are designed to do you know what i'm saying and so um there's there's a lot of new a lot of new people uh, getting into it that again aren't necessarily gearheads haven't been um, off-road enthusiasts they're they're just becoming off-road enthusiasts um, as they've as they've gotten got, you know gotten into the the UTV scene and um, it, enjoying it with their families and so on and so forth and 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 what we really enjoy is is speaking with those folks and and just asking them you know what what their intentions are, what, what kind of terrain they're, they're, they're going to be riding. Um, and you know, the, 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 their riding style, you know, um, and then, and then really just setting up, helping them set up their machine to perform as optimally as possible for what they're, you know, what they're going to use it for. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now you guys are in Yakima, Washington, and I wouldn't say Yakima is, on the tip of anyone's tongue in the off-road world. You know, it's usually the Southwest or the South in Texas or Louisiana or, or something like that. But you guys are in Washington. And part of the reason is you're all from there, right? Guys, That's right. Yeah. yeah, we're all, yep, we're all born and raised uh, uh, from Yakima. And we've been a lot of places. Um, we've we've all been um, in business for, you know, quite Quite some time, and we've all we've we've had uh, jobs in the past that have uh, you know required a lot of travel, and we've been a lot of places. And Yakima, very few people have heard of Yakima. Very few people can pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what's your favorite Yakima pronunciations? I got to hear this. <laughs> uh, it's it's usually Yakima, <laughs> you know, and so uh, not not too far off, but uh, that's typically what I get, or or I just get um, get. Uh, you know, can you pronounce that for me? Uh-huh. They don't even try, right? Yeah. And so, well, it's like it's sort of um, Minneapolis is often Minneapolis. That's a classic yep. uh, Minneapolis. It's the combination of Minneapolis and Indianapolis, I guess. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Minneapolis. That's funny. I probably yeah. called it that at one time. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a smaller town. We're talking a couple of hours south of of Seattle. You get to drive over a uh, treacherous pass <laughs> going, coming and going from Yakima uh, on the yep. way there, as we found out, sort of thing. Definitely in the wintertime, that is a day driving only pass. <laughs> I didn't tell you on the way back how foggy it was. Oh, my gosh. Oh, uh, Dude, it, yeah. was, it was – I'm so glad we left when we did because, like, we got up in the pass, and it was fine, and then all of a sudden just the fog just was like, boom, and you couldn't see 100 feet in front of you. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, that passes. It's always questionable for yes. sure in the winter time, and quite frankly, it. I mean, they'll close it. You know, it gets closed a lot during the winter. It gets a, it sees a definitely sees a lot of lot of weather. I believe it. I believe it. Now, you guys are much more though than just an on time online retail store. You have a brick and mortar store, like you mentioned, in this brand new building, yeah. and a full service center and co- sort of custom build area as well. 
Yeah, yeah. So we love, again, uh, you know, just to reiterate, we absolutely love getting people on the phone. I mean, our website's there for convenience, right? Um, we encourage people to shop our website. It's always on. It's always available 24-7. But we, we love getting people on the phone and being, being able to talk through things with, with folks. And so um, the one of the funnest parts of our business, though, are definitely our store and our shop. Um, being able to being able to talk to people face to face and and just show them everything you know we we often just take people back back into the warehouse we have a we have a, a small 2000 square foot retail space and it's more of a it's 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 more of just um on display you know what i'm saying it's not necessarily i mean it's somewhat shoppable but it's mostly just to display um just display a lot of the a lot of the top products and we try to kind of rotate things through and whatnot but what we like just taking people back in the warehouse and just showing them hey you know let's let's look at a bunch of a bunch of tires you know we've got a, all these other tires that we can't fit in our store yeah. you know or we've got all these other additional wheels you know we've got a wheel wall i think you saw it here that that um it, we've got a massive wheel wall in our, in our store people love coming in and, and just looking at all the different wheel options and whatnot tires and wheels are such a big part of this you know and so it's it's a lot of fun but we'll take people back to the warehouse and and uh we'll just start going through things you know and then the other thing that's really cool is that i love is that we've got the shop um and you know we we did the destination um Polaris build recently in the shop which which was amazing and it was definitely one of our bigger builds but we we do we do builds like that all the time we we we're doing a build like that uh just about weekly um and 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 that's what we really really enjoy doing we really enjoy taking you know we've got customers coming from all over the place uh bringing their brand new machines in you know that they literally bring them straight to us off the showroom floor and and uh and we go through and we build them out together you know and um sometimes depending on the extent of the build we'll we'll sit down in our conference room and we'll go over everything you know uh we'll go over everything together and all the different options there's so many different options you know that's one thing to set the machine up for what you're going to be doing with it but then beyond that with these utvs it's like every there's so many different options for every single component that goes on these machines, um, whether it be a, an OEM accessory like a Polaris accessory or aftermarket uh, accessory, there's there's just so many there's so many options, and so you can really can really personalize them. You know, uh, the only the only two machines that ever look alike are are the ones that are coming straight into our shop. You know, from the from the showroom floor. So when Once somebody, they leave our shop, they don't look like anything no, else. You no. know what I mean? And that's that's kind of what I love about this. Yes. So when someone rolls into your shop with a, a stock machine and they say kind of what can we do, what goes through your mind at that point in time? Uh, what are some of the questions that you ask and want to know before like just – it's like, yeah, we can throw this on there and that on there. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so you can get carried away in a quick hurry, right? Yes, I yes. mean, I think you know that. Um, but uh, first and foremost, we, you know, again, we ask them what they're going to be doing with the machine primarily. Um, and then, and then really, you know, what, what, what's your budget? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Yep. You got to um, be honest, don't you? What's I mean, that? You have to be honest, right? Because yeah. they're, yeah. they're, they're, in some ways, it's not like uh, every budget is unlimited, but you can get spendy real quick depending on what you want to do. 
You know, someone, yeah. I mean, obviously there's yeah. a lot of people with a, uh, you know, a beer budget and champagne dreams, so to speak, but, uh, that's mm-hmm. not always realistic. You know, they don't realize maybe, you know, oh yeah, this whole suspension package costs three or four or 5,000. Like, oh, 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 okay. I just want to do wheels and tires, <laughs> you know, sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. And, and especially, you know, considering, you know, these machines are becoming so advanced and, and, you know, like the brand new, um, uh, pro R, you know, from Polaris. I mean, it's a highly advanced machine and, you know, you're, you're into that, you know, uh, 40, 40,000 ish, 40, 45,000, you know, and, and, and then, you know, um, and then you bring it to us and you, you know, you want to, you want to make it yours. Right. And so, and it's just, it is, it's really easy to get carried away. And just depending on, again, what, what it's being used for and, a lot of a lot of people just they they do get carried away they they you know they want they it's it's uh it, it's an investment but it's a it's a you know they're looking at it at it as like a family thing a lot of people are looking at these things as like a family you know a, a family activity and um uh, they want to make it they want to make it just how they want it you know what i mean and it, it surprises me how many how many people come in with a really no budget in mind honestly and and so it, it i gotta meet some more of those crazy. people <laughs> what's that? i gotta meet some more of those people <laughs> yeah right yeah. Uh, yeah man but you know we we're we're doing builds for people all over the nation so we have no we have no issue um as a matter of fact we did a we did a build um last year actually is the year prior um we did a build for a, a gentleman in wisconsin we did a a, a big um uh, Polaris general build actually kind of similar to the, to the, uh, destination Polaris build. Um, but, uh, he wanted to use it for ice fishing. Mm. Um, he, and he's big into ice fishing. And so, um, you know, of course the full enclosure and, and, you know, heater kit and heated seats and <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The and thing, he needed yeah. it to get through a certain amount of snow and, you know, and he, but he wanted to be able to drive it, drive it on the pavement too. So I thought one of the um, interesting things that you said when, when we were there, Trav was that, um, not all components, parts, and pieces necessarily work together and that your guys' knowledge and background can help guide somebody and say, hey, yeah, yeah, I understand you might want this with, with this, but we've learned that they don't really work that well together. How about this instead? And that's an important part because you wouldn't just sort of like throw it together and say, good luck. That's that's right, hundred percent, and that's and that's another thing that I really like about our shop is it it, it really complements the rest of our business in a big way. Um, we uh, you know we 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 get firsthand experience. We get a lot of firsthand experience with the parts, but you know we have shop cars here. But you know you're not. I mean you're still somewhat limited. You can't have one of everything as much as you'd like to, right? I mean hopefully one day we'll we'll have one of everything, but uh, we don't. We simply don't. And so um, we all of our staff has has machines, and we try to keep them different. You know what I mean? And 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 just continue to learn um, about all the different machines. But with the shop, I mean every everything and anything comes rolling through that shop you know and um so we get a lot more experience and then firsthand experience with in, in, installing this stuff you know we've got a lot of people obviously we're we're selling stuff on our website to a lot of people that 
they don't pick up the phone and call us, right? Um, they don't want to. They just they just want the convenience of going on online and and purchasing things on our website. And um, you know, if they do run into issues, we're able to help them out because um, you know they might be clear across the country, so they're not going to bring their machine into our shop and have us install it. But we can we can walk them through it because we chances are we've done it. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. And, and then yeah. if, you know, and then if we do, if we do get them on the phone and, you know, uh, we're, we're working through when you're doing a full build um, and you're changing out, you know, as many components as we were, for instance, on the destination Polaris build, there is, there's a good chance that different brands, because you're, you're choosing all these different brands, right? You're, you, you know, you might like a, you might really like a, uh, a front bumper from from a particular company and then you're going to get a winch and then okay does that winch work with that bumper and you know they're both aftermarket components um do the uh, you know what tires are going to fit what do i need to do to fit bigger tires you know what's that going to do to my what's what's that going to do to my um you know to how that machine handles and 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 how much power is that going to rob from my machine how do i get that back you know just i mean it, the list just goes on and on and on and it's kind of a it's kind of a snowball you know we kind of joke with customers because they they're like oh i really want to run you know bigger tires or whatever the case you know and it's like uh okay that's that's fine this is what you need to fit those you know and then okay well what else do you recommend? Well, you know, you know, you start getting into, well, do you want to get your power back, you know, and, and this and that. And we kind of joke that it's a snowball effect. You know, you, you want to do one thing and then it snowballs into something else, you know, but um, <laughs> it's part, it's just part of it. And it's part of the fun too, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, it's interesting because you mentioned the shop cars and the shop cars for me is kind of how this whole thing started with you guys. Cause we had a, a shoot scheduled, uh, in uh, Priest Lake, Idaho, a couple years ago with a full throttle battery. And, and Ian's like, I'm going to bring some guys out from uh, Fuel Ju TV to come out on the ride. And I was like, okay, sounds good. And you guys show up with all these like sweet looking rigs. And immediately I'm like, who are these guys? I'm like, what are their machines? And, and where are they from? And, and all, you know, my, my mind starts immediately thinking, I was like, man, they, they might make a you know, a project X builder one day. And sure enough, you guys had just literally that weekend before moved into your new building and you're like, we got a shop and we got this. And next thing you know, um, we're at your place, uh, filming a project X build. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so kind of funny how we, that works. <laughs> we, it, right. Right. Oh man. We just, that, that's what we really enjoy. We love it, man. You know, and we're constantly trying new things too. We, we'll take stuff off of those shop cars and we'll, we'll try different things. You know, we're, we're constantly going through, I, I can't tell you how many tires and wheels I've got uh, that I go through, you know, I, it's kind of a big joke around here, but uh, I run tires probably, uh, I don't know, a ride or two. And then, and then I sell them off and I try something different. You know, I, I threw a brand new, uh, newly released set of tires and wheels on for Sand Hollow, uh, this past year, ran them at Sand Hollow and then, yeah, came back, took them off and I'm trying something else. You know what I mean? And that's what we do. And, 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 you know, I told you earlier, you know, tires are a big component, uh, you know, to these things and there's a lot of options and, so we just, you know, that's one thing that we definitely make a point to try out. Um, no matter what, we we take them out. We try to we try to run them in all conditions. The nice thing about our area is we do we really do have all conditions around here. We can find anything and everything, and uh, and then we 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 make notes on on how they perform. I mean, we have a cheat sheet here of of all the different tires that we've tested and. 
and how they do on the pavement, how they do in a dry, dry, hard dirt, you know, how, how, how are they in the sand? How are they in the snow, uh, rocks, you know, how do they, how do they perform in the rocks? And, and, uh, we just, we just, we, we, we really enjoy it. And we do that with a lot of things, um, suspension components. I mean, you name it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, your Project X build, I want to talk about that a little bit because it was sort of a, a, a cross between a lot of the builds that we've done, but fit perfectly for the Pacific Northwest. Break down for me, uh, Trav, you know, kind of what you guys went through, your thought process, the machine you guys chose, and, and why you felt that was best for your area of the country. Yeah, so that was, that, that was pretty easy for us. I mean, honestly, uh, Jared, we're we have some utility more like utility uh vehicles here a couple of the guys even have rangers that are even more utility than the than the general um uh, most of us have full-on and you've seen them but you know full-on high performance more sport uh oriented machines um but the polaris general um is super uh popular around here and and it's it's really because it's a crossover it's really a crossover between that that utility uh vehicle that you can use as a workhorse around your property and 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 a and a sport uh performance machine that you could take out on the weekends and keep up with your buddies that have razors you know um it 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 does both very well um and 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 it it really fits the pacific northwest actually quite well also um the majority of the riding that we have here that is really sought after is mountain trails and the uh the general is great on the mountain trails it's just an it's an abs it, it's it's a it's an absolutely amazing machine in 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 that environment now if you were just a sand guy and that's all you did i probably wouldn't steer you toward a general mm-hmm. you know but uh um for for the majority of what we do here and what we're really known for um the general uh, fits extremely well um and we have you know we have all four seasons uh we do a tremendous amount of of, of riding in the snow here uh we have a lot of great uh, areas to do that and we love it it's a challenge and so those generals they they uh you can enclose them um really nicely they seal up really tight uh actually polaris um polaris oem accessories uh for the for the full cabin closure as you saw is is what we ended up going with uh for that build and you know class front and rear windows and then the canvas upper doors um and then the the windshield wiper kit and and whatnot it really makes it just a they're easy to make a, a an all season machine um capable of uh we have a lot of farmers here and so just you know capable of working around the farm and then taking the same machine up on the weekend uh and using it recreationally and so that's that was really um the thought process behind uh starting with that that platform no yeah that makes perfect sense for where you guys are at and i kind of laughed when i said hey uh, we're getting ready to sit down and do the interview with travis and i was like do you guys have a a full list of all the companies and so jake quickly makes up a list and brings it over and i'm counting and you had over 20 companies of different varying degree um on this build as far as you know the aftermarket products and uh i'm not sure that typically we have that many maybe we have eight to ten or twelve or something like that but you guys felt like i you threw the kitchen sink at this build 
<laughs> that's what we do. We that's what we do best here. Um, and and I mean, it's uh, truly it's it. More times than not, we feel like we are throwing the kitchen sink at it. And it's I'll, I'll tell you, it's getting harder and harder to 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 one up ourselves as we go along. Um, and 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 you know, like I said earlier, it's amazing what what customers are. Um, you know what they want to put into these things and um and they just they absolutely love it like we do you know and it's sometimes i joke and i say man it's it's hard to keep up with our customers with some of our shop builds here you know we're trying to make our shop builds you know the the best we can absolutely make them you know we're taking them to all the shows and um you know we're they're they sell a lot of stuff for us, right? And that they're talking mm-hmm. points for us. Mm-hmm. And so we're trying to throw everything at them that we can. And I'll tell you, it's some of our customers outdo us at times. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. But this build, it did. It it, it got a, um, we got a tremendous amount of support from from our partners um, on this build. Super ATV um, hooked us up in a in a huge way. Um, we, you know, we did the we did the four inch uh, super ATV portal gear lift um, on on this machine, and that we do a lot of those around here. And again, it's it gave us ground clearance. Um, we also uh, went with thirty five inch Brave and Berserker tires on it um, for additional ground clearance. And so with those that portal gear lift, we had you have some gear reduction options as well there. And so we ended up going with a 30% gear reduction to, to help offset the larger tires. And, uh, and then, you know, I talked about the snowball effect from there. So you, you know, you do those things and then it's like, okay, well, to fit those 35 inch tires, we also need forward offset a arms. So they, they move the tires out from the wheel. Well, a little bit, give you a little additional clearance. So super ATV uh, took care of us there. They also, uh sent us uh, some of their rear a arms uh as well just to beef everything up um frame stiffener tie rods upgraded ball joints color ball joints uh super atv rhino 2.0 axles um and then i know that we we had a, a discussion about limit straps while you guys were here sandcraft um, hooked us up with with their limit strap kits front and rear and and I, I was as I was explaining to you guys while you, while you were here a lot of people don't know what limit straps are um, uh, and really in in the importance of them um, and as I was explaining to you guys when you were here it's uh, we like using limit straps on pretty much everything it it really helps um, take the uh, take take the pressure off of the off the shocks as you're at full extension the the shock is really what's taking that abuse and and then you get that feedback in the string wheel too um so if you're if you know if you're going over some high speed stuff and 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 you find or you find yourself you know at full droop um often where the suspension's fully um extending out then you'll get a you get a bit of a, a little bit of a hard clunk, especially if it's at a higher speed. And so it takes that out of it. So it, it provides a little bit more comfort, less driver feedback. And so it's in they're ultra they're ultra critical on um, on on these portal gear lifts because those portals are they add a lot of weight um, to it's unsprung weight and and to the uh, to like the the hub area. And so that's just more strain on those on those shocks and so they're they're really critical um when when you're using the 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 portal gear lifts um 
And so, and then uh, we added a tremendous amount of uh, accessories uh, to this machine. You, like you said, uh, Jerry, we threw the kitchen sink at this thing. And so uh, accessories add up uh, weight-wise. And so Zebros hooked us up with their spring kit, uh, their stage one spring kit. Uh, that's going to help uh, handle the weight, a little, little stiffer spring handles the weight um, and also uh, restores the, uh, the handling and, and provides a, a nice comfortable ride as well. Absolutely. And that's just all the stuff on the outside. You guys have yep. a pile of stuff uh, on the, on the inside and including uh, Rockford. I mean, obviously there's some OEM components with Rockford that comes with the, uh, the uh, machine with the general itself. Yep. But then yep. you guys go with this uh, Thumper Fab roof, and and I'm familiar with that roof that from Thumper where we did a build with them last year, and it's got all this Rockford stuff in there. So it's like that's what that's what I hear people love about the the Rockford is that you can kind of build on top of whatever platform is already there and go up from you know all the way from like the stage one to the stage six kind of thing. You can, and and that's what we love about it as well. I mean, you literally. You know, uh, speaking of budgets and whatnot, you know, if if a, if if a person just wants to get some tunes in their in their uh, machine, you know, you can start out with a stage one audio system, and then from there you can you can bump it to a stage three, and then ultimately to a stage six, and and so yeah, this particular uh, general, it was the uh, the ultimate um, with the ride command, so it came with a stage three audio system in it. Uh, which is four tweeters, and then um, the head unit is runs off of the uh, well, it runs off the ride command, I should say. Um, and so, um, but yeah, adding that audio rough took it to a whole nother level. So it added <laughs> added four more tweeters and, and a ten inch subwoofer. So uh, all Rockford Fosgate, and so it, it that that riff certainly complemented the uh, the the stereo system in a big way took it to the next level for sure. <laughs> yeah of course and then we and then we got <laughs> then we got uh steve bouchard from from rugged who uh showed up and uh to talk about the communications and 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 i i tell this to people all the time but until they do it the the difference of not having communications in your vehicle whether you're talking to the people in your vehicle or vehicle to vehicle communications it really does like it's a game changer and it, until you experience it you just like oh you know we just get out and we chat you know uh when the ride's over or when we take a break or whatever you can be chatting the whole time and giving your your buddies uh, a hard time yeah absolutely yeah. we we don't i mean we don't do any of our own builds without radios and we and we definitely encourage them for everyone um i mean you yeah not only can you be chatting the whole time but what i really like about them myself is just um you know, there's a lot of different ways um, that you can that you can go um, when you're when you're running a trail and you're running with a group, and um, particularly on like dustier days, uh, drier days, where you know you want to you want a bit of, you want a bit of a gap, you know, between you and the and the and the car in front of you. Um, and like I said, you come to different whys and different things instead of everybody having to stop. You can just communicate which which direction you're going. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. Or if or if or, or if you're, you know, you're on a family ride and you're you're doing a destination ride and you know you come to a crossroads and you're like, well, we can we can, 
you know, we can go down here to the lake or we can go up here to the, you know, to the, to the old cabin, you know, it's like, which way do you want to go? Mm-hmm. You know, you're having that conversation. You don't have to stop and get out. And I don't know. I like to go, you know, when we go, I like to, I like to keep rolling along. I don't want to be stopping at every crossroad, you know what I'm saying? And so it, that's, that's where it really comes in handy for, for me. And then, and then if you're in a open cabin, um, or a louder machine, which a lot of ours happen to be, um, than having the, you know, the, the, um, intercom systems, uh, is absolutely critical because it makes it a lot more comfortable to, to, to talk to your family or whoever you have riding passenger, um, inside the car as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, when we got done with the build, we did actually take it into the snow because that was kind of our only option, um, for the time of the year, we rarely get a chance to ride in the snow and, and, uh, it's just different, everything about it. You know what I mean? You're, you feel like you're, uh, you're either floating in the snow or you're, you're in some ruts from somebody in front of you or something like that. But the driving and, and style is, is, is different. It is, it, it is so different. And, and so, you know, uh, one thing about our trail systems up here in the mountain trails, and I think I, it's, you know, usually this way in most, uh, certainly mountain trail, um, air, uh, riding areas is that, you know, they'll mark the trails as like easy, moderate, difficult. And, um, the thing I like about the snow is it turns an easy, an easy trail into a difficult trail, uh, most of the time. And, and it's just really, it's a, it's a new challenge. And, um, you know, you got to run, you got to be running different tires and, you know, we, even even uh even on the ride that we did with the with the build the project x build last week you know you we we were airing uh, letting air out of the tires you know to get more flotation we got into quite a bit of snow actually we got into more snow than i than i anticipated and so um you know uh, we found ourselves letting air out of the tires you know what i mean it's just a it's a different strategy for sure absolutely absolutely now if you take the snow out of the equation, Trav, and it's just a normal, uh, you know, summertime riding out in your neck of the woods, where can people go ride? Because we haven't done a ton of riding in Washington over the years, but I know there's fantastic elevations and peaks and high mountain lakes and things like that. There are, we have so many great areas. I mean, that's kind of what the Pacific Northwest is known for, right? Um, Tree lines and mountaintops, you know what I mean? Um, and, and, and fairly thick forest, um, remote lakes. Um, there's a, there are a lot of different destination rides that we can do here. And that's where I really enjoy it with my family. Um, I find that my, my family really enjoys doing more of the destination rides or riding right you know um riding over the over the mountain range to uh down to a you know a small town where we can have lunch and then ride back you know that type of thing and we we do we have a tremendous amount of options around here in washington state for sure and quite frankly um within within 30 to 40 minutes from yakima um for us we have some some of the best areas and quite frankly um my honestly my favorite area um that i've been to i haven't been everywhere in washington but i've been i've been to most places and my favorite area is is really in our backyard and it's and it's really up 
up where we went, um, but we weren't able to see much uh, because, again, we were limited due to the all the snow. Um, but it's the it's the Natchez Trail system um, in the uh, in the Wenatchee uh, National Forest here. Um, there's a lot of history. There's just a lot of really cool lakes. Uh, you can go down and do some fishing. I mean, for instance, we have a, we have a really popular trail here called the Natchez Pass Trail. Um, and that, that trail runs um, east and west over the Cascade Mountain Range. And so you can actually start out on the, on the east side, on our side, and you can ride over the top um, and drop down in onto the west side, so that, like Seattle. Um, really close to Seattle actually. And along the way you've got, um, well, that, that Natchez Pass Trail actually was, um, it was an old uh, trail used by pioneers back in the 1800s um, that were heading, uh, heading east to west, uh, headed to the P uh, Puget Sound area. And so there's just, there's some cool history there. There's, you know, some old signage that kind of explains all that. And it's just kind of fun to, you know, stop and, and, and read about all that stuff. And then uh, there's also a, uh, a huge grassy meadow and right in the tree line is a, is a very nice, very well-built um, cabin. Um, and, and it's, uh, and it's right where this Natchez Pass Trail actually intersects with the Pacific Crest Trail. Um, and the Pacific Crest Trail, the PCT, um, is a, is a well-known hiking trail. Um, and it, that trail, uh, is, it's a hiking trail that's, uh, I think it's about 2,600 miles-ish. Uh, and it spans from the U.S.-Canadian border down to the, down to the U.S.-Mexico uh, border um massive elevation gains and um i've ran into a lot of people actually i've ran into a lot of people using that cabin um when i've when i've been up uh, running that natchez pass trail we always get out we'll have lunch and we'll kind of walk down you got to walk down the 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 uh pacific crest, uh, crest trail just just briefly to get to that cabin and so we'll stop there and have lunch and take a break and uh and it's interesting because we'll oftentimes run into hikers that have been on the Pacific Crest Trail. Mm -hmm. And you get people that have been on it for 30 days. You've got people that started down in Mexico and they're just they're 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 gonna finish the whole thing. You know, they they started in Mexico in, in April and and they're 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 up staying in the cabin in September and and they've got until probably October, mid, late October to get it done, you know, before the weather before the weather uh, comes in. And so it's 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 cool. Uh, just just, you know, some of the history. And then, you know, we've got like I said, we've got some really remote lakes that you can ride to. And if you if you care to, you can you can fish. There's some great fishing in some of the lakes and um, old. Um, old cabins, um, old mines, uh, that are really cool to go check out. Um, you name it. I mean, there's, there's all kinds of cool things to see. And then of course the scenery is phenomenal. We've, we, we often, we often on clear days, we often get, uh, um, really great, uh, views of, of Mount Rainier. Um, because a lot of that writing is right up around Mount Rainier. And sometimes it looks like you could throw a rock and hit it, you know? So I, it was out the day we were there. Um, it wasn't fully clear, but it was pretty clear. 
It was yeah. pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you got to see a bit of it. Yeah. yeah. And it, I mean, I don't know. I, like I said, I've traveled all over the place. There's a lot of cool stuff to see, but um, I, you know, I don't know. It's hard to beat. It's hard to beat the Pacific Northwest. In, well, in, in it, it sounds like that might be one of our next uh, uh, destination uh, Polaris episodes. Uh, <laughs> is what you're describing right there, because that's exactly the type of things that we look for when we're when we're setting up an episode. And if you if you can't make it to the Pacific Northwest and you're looking to do something fun or different or exciting this summer or fall, you, uh, you want to go over and check out the Polaris Adventures website because they can help plan your next off-road adventure. They've got over a hundred outfitters all across the country, lots of places that we've been to, lots of places that we haven't been to. And, uh, you can just kind of pick your own, adventure and go from there and it's a it's a great way if you don't have uh access to machines and you're on vacation and i certainly take advantage of it because you know the family goes somewhere and we're looking for something to do and that's a great family experience whether you're doing like a half day trip or a, a full day trip but that what you're talking trav about right there is something that we definitely key on and like to do when we go out and film Yep. I, you know, after, after being on that, uh, ride a couple of years ago with you, uh, around, uh, uh, leaving out of Coolin, you know, you know, in Idaho around Priest Lake, um, that was amazing too. I mean, that was right up my alley. Right. I think I told you that a number of times I was like, I, I'm thinking like, man, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm fabricating this right in my mind, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And yep. we've got a, we've got a cool little, uh, lodge that we can start from, um, that has a restaurant bar, gas station store. You can ride right from there. And, uh, I think it would be, I think it would be super cool. Those are some of my favorites when people ask like, well, what do you like to do? Where do you like to go? And I was like, well, one of the things that I enjoy is something that, that it, you know, makes very little TV time sometimes is, but having a home base where you can have a little bit of those things and you don't need a ton, but like a little store, maybe one restaurant, something like that, but you can leave right from there to start your day and end your day right from there. Cause if the day is, you want to stretch your day and make it long, you know, you don't have to travel anywhere when you get back to go grab a bite. If your day isn't going great and the weather stinks, well, then you can make your way back and then call it a day. And so those versus, you know, it's great. Some places are only accessible by trailering and you hit the trailhead and stuff like that. And those are great too. But, uh, really when you kind of have that cool little home base that you can leave from and then come back to at the end of the day, those are what make, uh, some of the trips, uh, my favorite. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. And, yeah. and I, I really enjoyed that about, uh, uh, Coolin. That was, that was a lot of fun. Right. Right. That's exactly it. Right. I mean, I just had a couple of gas stations, a couple of restaurants and, we could just leave right from there and take off and yep. go have a, a great day. And it, it just makes it uh, not only easier, but just for me, more enjoyable. It is. It's more enjoyable. You said it. I mean, sometimes the day doesn't go perfect. You know what no, I mean? It so it's, yeah, <laughs> you, you don't have to be quite as concerned. You know what I mean? You've yeah. Got, yeah. You've got somewhere nearby. Down, right. You're right. not too terribly far away. You know, you can, I don't know. I, I hear you. Yeah. Uh, there's something that uh, eases my mind a bit. And it's just uh, it's just a cool feeling, I think, to just, you know, be able to just park, park your machine in front of your wherever you're staying and walk over, have a bite to eat or, or jump in the m machine, head down the road and get a bite to eat, whatever the case may be, you know, rather than you having to load, unload. and uh, For sure. 
there's there's definitely something to be said for that. For sure, for sure. Well, if you're excited to see what this Fueled UTV build looks like, if you haven't seen it on our Facebook or Instagram pages yet, uh, the episode will air right around the end of April, early May. So keep an eye out for that stuff. It was an awesome build. It was great to hang out with you guys. If you're ever in the area and you want to play some ping pong or shoot some hoops inside the uh, warehouse at Fueled UTV, <laughs> they got that stuff in the back room for you to do as well. So Trav, I, I really appreciate uh, the time and uh, hope to get to uh, see you guys sometime again in the future. Absolutely. Thank you very much for having me. All right, buddy. Take care. Well, today's podcast was brought to you by Quad Boss. Quad Boss has been around for over 20 years. If I could use Quad Boss here in the wintertime, I would because they've got great snow plows and certainly need some of those some days. They make super dependable parts, whether you're a rancher, rider, farmer, hunter. They want to make your work feel like play, whether it's your machine can do the job or you need parts and pieces. They're there to help you out. Everything you need to keep you going and get the job done. Well, that does it for another edition of the Destination Players podcast. Be sure to like and download us wherever you listen to your podcasts, and we will talk to you guys again soon.